When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I made a big boo-boo. Oh, no. I put something in our show sheet. Oh, and wait I, a minute. I'm a wait day a late. Yeah. It's not 143 day. Yesterday was 143 day. So... That I I looked at this this morning and thought of the calendar in my head and I was like, you know, I can't figure this out and I'm now not going to figure it out because I want Donna to reveal it to me on the air so that I understand because I was thinking it's the month of May. That's not making sense. It's like the 20th. So can you explain it to me? Let's all go back in time to mm. yesterday and explain it to me with the same conviction and excitement that you would had it actually been one four three day, which it is not today, but apparently it was yesterday. I still have no idea what it means. Okay. So <clears throat> with the same excitement. Okay, same excitement. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna okay. go back in time. Oh no. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Monday. Did it's... you have a good weekend? I did. Thank you. How about you? It was two days long. Happy 143 day, everybody. What? What is that? What? You call yourself a Mr. Rogers fan, Steve Patterson. <gasps> what? What? What do you, what, well, what do you imply? He loves what? Mr. Rogers. I love okay, I, so yes, remember love he used Rogers. to say to his wife, 143? No. Well, it was, is, because <clears throat> it's Monday. Oh, that's right. Yes. It's the Ooh. 143rd day of the year. Okay. And in Pennsylvania, they celebrate kindness in honor of Mr. Rogers. <clears throat> 143 is synonymous with I love you because the word I has one letter. Mm. The word love has four letters. Yes, queen. The word you has three letters. Ah, so today is a day uh, used to show more kindness and gratitude to one another. So thank you. This is amazing. Thanks. Thank you, Donna. And now we come back to present day. Present mm. day. Present day. Weather! Yeah, Happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> you don't be kind to anybody. Oh, you know what? It's funny that we all say this because um, you're going to think I'm shoehorning this. Yesterday was 143 day. You're going to think I'm shoe. Well, before I get to this, and Don, I think there might be a new intro that you're ready to pull up at a moment's oh, yeah? notice. Stand by. Oh, no. The new thing that Rocco dropped off yesterday. He did now. You take a moment. See if you can 
find that. I think it's on your page. But before we get into that, let us tell people about the, uh, sorry, I'm being so coy, things that we have coming up here today. Uh, 10.30, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge on this Tuesday, May 24th. Also, huge, huge day for Conan O'Brien. Yes. In a career that is just really, really mind-blowing. Uh, details on the mega deal that he just signed. Just when you think Conan doesn't get the Tonight Show 12 years ago or whatever, and you think, well, this poor guy. Poor is not a way that you would describe him. Certainly not before. Definitely not after the news came out yesterday. We'll tell you about what's happening in the world of Conan O'Brien. Um, and we got some uh, at 11 o'clock. Some waiters who have who are now talking about their good and bad celebrity encounters. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through that. Real life folks who have waited on celebrities mm-hmm. and what those encounters were. Maybe we'll, we'll play a little guessing game. I'll say a name and you tell me whether it was a good experience or a bad experience. You know what? So I jumped in, I looked at the list oh, and I did. saw no no no. No, I saw one name, I saw Brian Cranston, and immediately I jumped out for that reason. I thought, I don't want to know. I wanna I wanna guess this live, even though I know for sure. Cranny is a slam dunk. <laughs> Cranny's Cranny. probably a dream to wait to let's, wait on. Let's not do the Cranny thing. <laughs> Guess what time it is now? It's time for you to share some yard stories. Oh. Yes. Steve's trees. He talks and we close our eyes <laughs> every time he brings them up. Let's hope this open hells. Steve's trees. <laughs> Wait a minute, Donna. Did you go and record behind my back? Yeah. I didn't want to. I've never heard you lean into something as much as that. <laughs> that you sounded fantastic. like an angel. I did it for lobby. Well, you know what? Now he's going to rope you into singing and everything. Ew. That's I'm, right. I'm like, Rocco, I can't even keep you were a on tune. Pitch. <laughs> no, no, you can. That, nah. That was good. Thanks, But it guys. seems like that was, almost, in a way, healing for you because of how much uh, Tree Talk bothers you and most of our listeners. It's good for you to be able to sing into that. Sure. It and helps to release some emotions. Props to <laughs> Ann Wilson. Damn. Yeah. Girl can hit some notes. Plus, you're up. Yeah. Breathing. You can't catch your breath. And then you've got to go super low. So if I started here, I'd These trees. Yeah, very difficult, guys. Were you on vocal rest yesterday afternoon? <laughs> Did you walk out with some sort of an ice you pack? You have notes on your, on your vocal <laughs> You're like our Adele. I really stretched we just, myself. We appreciate your voice while we have it. Thank you. I do want to talk about trees. I didn't mean to, but genuinely this happened this morning. My wife looking at the property. And, you know, she always makes fun of my tree. She's like, here he goes. tree." She shares the exact same sentiment as Donna does about the trees. My sister, Janie, has been known for all sorts of hate speech about my trees. She makes fun of them all the time. (laughs) He takes them in when it rains. That's mean. We were at Chaska High School a few weeks ago, and they have this big hawk's nest, huge hawk's nest, on top of one of the the lights that shine down on the field. All right, I'm impressed by that. I was, too. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then she, very mean-spirited, looked over and said, when do you think you'll have a hawk's nest in your tree, Steve? And I said, what what are you doing? Why are you, what are you, who hurt you? My wife said, guys, this morning, as we just were randomly looking at the yard, she said, you know, if you really are going for a tucked-in oasis, which is what I want. I have a vision in my head of how the trees will wrap the yard. She said, you know, to be honest, you might want a couple more trees. By the end of that five-minute conversation, ladies and germs, Stevie Boy got the green light 
for, I kid you not, what? six more oh trees. God. Can we just have Bobby Jensen come out to your house? He lives very nearby. Here's the problem with Bobby Jensen. I, I, I have great love and admiration and respect for the man whom I've never met, but you know I'm afraid of him because he's living a lie. He's really from Jersey. People think he's a Midwestern nice guy. No, He'll put you, you in a dumpster. Talk, you know he's not. Well, I told my neighbors, I said, hey, he's from like Jersey, you know, and they're like, what? And I said, can't you hear the accent? Because he called in one time and was like, hey, what are you trying to do with these stupid trees? Why don't you just cut them down if you're going to plant something so stupid? Oh, so um, I have great love and respect for, for Bobby Jensen, but he's gonna, he hates my poplar trees because they are a short-lived, though fast-growing tree. So we had some conversations this morning, but guys, the fact that... I did not go in angling, and I left the morning conversation with my wife with clearance for six more trees. I'm gobsmacked, (laughs) and I'm feeling good. By the time you're done with these trees, you could have paid for a fence. (laughs) Donna. (laughs) You know, it started with her saying, you know, I will say, she may have used the word admit, which would be more accurate. Mm. As I look out into the yard... Like when we're down on the patio, you do need to see them at eye level. When you're looking down on them, they look like plants that you've just like a little, like a twig. Is that a twig? Get Somebody should clear that. That's a tree. I'm trying to grow that tree. Oh. Uh, but when you're down on ground level, she said, you know, it does look pretty looking out here and seeing the trees okay, and as they all great. grow. That's great. <laughs> what, is, what is it going to be like when you have to mow in between them? When they my, grow up? My nephew I'll wait mows. for all those sticks to fall. Yeah, you know, that gives, that gives me another opportunity to get out in the yard, to take my shoes off, to earth. I bought fertilizer. I bought fertilizer yesterday. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, okay, so what kind of flowers, whatever? And I go, you know what? We don't have to get all cerebral on this. Just give me the (laughs) one that says for flowers and then the other one that says for green. I don't need to look at the number of phosphorus or whatever. Or you guys are such adults. I hope that you got the high (laughs) nitrogen for your green and high phosphorus for your blooms. I hope so, too, Steve. We'll find out. Bye now. Thanks, everyone. This has been Tree Talk uh, with Stevie Boy. I feel like we should end with the open just to hear it Right? Again. Yeah. Steve's Tree Talk. Simply close our eyes. Huh? Every time he brings a rock, let's hope this open helps. Steve's Tree Donna, are you doing two parts of the harmony? I thing? think so. Wow. And this was just to like piss off Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Know, know. Tell the morning show, suck it. Oh, I'm putting it on the grid now. Steve uh, has a new open for his for trees. trees. <laughs> He's going to lose his mind. Yeah, there's going to be a hit uh, out on me soon. All right. When we come back, we'll get into uh, some things that make you go, huh? That's coming up next on My Talk. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Things that make you go, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I go back to the '90s in your head. Okay. What do you think the best-selling CD was of the '90s? That's a little bit of a bit of a misnomer. Let me see if I can rephrase that. What was the highest-produced CD of the '90s? Highest? How produced. many they put out? Sales? Not sales. Of all the CDs that were printed okay. in the 1990s, which one was the most prolific? The Macarena. 
Underground <clears throat> Records? Are you talking about I'm albums? talking about compact albums? discs. Uh, album, okay. No, no, no. Think CDs. Get a little more inside. Right, but that's an, a, a body it, of work, not a, a song. Or no, an album? A body no, of work. No, neither. A soundtrack. No, not that. <laughs> a song. Half of the CDs produced in the world in the 1990s oh, were discs of these. This is hard. Discs of chickens clucking. sizes? No music. <laughs> there was no music on these CDs. 90s. Oh, blank CDs. No. Oh, good guess. Good thought, though. Right, yeah, you want me, to burn you? want me to burn you a CD? Uh, they were movies. No, those would have been DVDs still. <laughs> what about uh, many people? Many people would have received this in the mail. Oh, oh. Netflix? Uh, no, oh. not Netflix. No. Um, they were from... Whether or not they asked for it. Oh, oh. they were uh, like a subscription mm. AOL.com. <laughs> you yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, yes. during AOL's peak in the 1990s, half of the CDs being produced in the world were their free trial discs. Got Bleep. it. Oh, when that's I fascinating. Got, when we would, there were times when it would, you'd get a 20-hour free uh, trial, and then they'd hit you up with another CD down the line, and it was like, hey, here's like, oh, 40 more oh, free yeah, hours. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on here? Oh, gosh, boy, did it work. AOL, I love, <laughs> I wish there was a documentary on America Online. And because there are kids, kids have no idea what we're talking about. The you've got mail, the, you know, the, the, the connecting, listening to the modem. And we right? used to sit and anxiously listen to the modem because there was a time where it felt like there was about a 60% success rate of actually getting online on the first try. We would have to oh, redial yeah. up through our modem many times, multiple times, just to try and connect. And then when you would finally get through and you would hear the whole thing, the whole thing complete. And by the way, uh-huh. what's the deal with that sound? I don't know. Is that like sound actually? Machine. But is it is it technology working? Like, are we listening live to machinery or, or or something in the digital space actually working or do they just add it as a sound effect so that the simpletons that are human beings hmm. know we're working on it just give me a second we're connecting you know it's kind of like Don in video games mm-hmm. they could just show you a static screen while a game loads but they know that we would start to rage too much we need to see the speed at which something is loading so that yep. we know progress I mean, is still happening. You need a tip that's saying if you want to counterattack, press this and this. Yes, mm-hmm. love the tip. You know, and then love the like, loading screen tip. Yeah, this, those are great. So do you think AOL added the sound just to say, like, we're getting there, everybody calm down? Or are there, what are you telling me, there are wires? So that's happening in... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The phone line somewhere, <laughs> that it sound? A, it was a, yeah. I think really? that that's a real sound. I don't know for sure, but you think it's a fake. I don't know. I just here's a sound effect so that they know whenever they're connected. It's kind of like adding food coloring to something, to right? Make it be more appealing. Donna, so glad you brought that up. Sesame seeds are naturally dark brown. The ones that we're used to eating have been bleached. No way. Why do they have to do that? Just leave them brown. Yeah, we like brown. Don't Dartmouth's unofficial brown. Oh, what about Dartmouth? May I? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dartmouth's unofficial mascot is a beer keg called <laughs> Keggy the Keg. <laughs> <laughs> it was created in 2003, and even though it was initially controversial, it has now become an quote ingrained part of Dartmouth culture. Interesting. Keggy, Keggy the, the Keg. keg. What's he look like? Probably a keg with short arms and short legs. <laughs> Probably kind of chunky. Does the keg, or does he have other little mini kegs as legs? Great question, Steve. Keggy the keg. <laughs> the Russian term for roller coaster is Amerikansky Gorky, which translates to American mountains. What are we talking about them for? Listen, they Give came them an up. Airtime. Okay, I understand. Okay, this is not a great time for Russia. I get that. They're oh. doing some bad things. Still, it came up. Okay, Donna? I don't make the news. I read the news. Back to Keggy the Keg. Have you seen a picture of him? No. I'm not. Oh. Keggy the Keg. Everybody can do this if you oh. have a key. Oh, oh look at Keggy! Cute. Oh, Keggy the keg. I, I like this on a sweatshirt, guy. and people will be like, "Did you go to Dartmouth?" And I'm like, "No." Yeah. But I have a friend who did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why wow, he's so happy too? Yeah, he's, he's cute. He's like a Tin Man. Honest. He's like a Tin Man. Bit of a spaceshipy thing. It's oh, I guess he's that's got not a an antenna. To him. <laughs> yeah. He's got the yeah. pumper, the pumper part of the keg. Yeah. I don't think I've ever effectively used a keg. I don't think I've interacted with a keg really in my life. Um. Steve goes back to college. <laughs> no Steve back to college. Oh, that Never. would be great. No. I don't think you've really had the college experience. I know I haven't. Because I commuted to school. Yeah. No, I had a great college experience. You let girls watch Sex in the City in his apartment? Yes. Oh, yeah, and you've That tried... was when we were in apartment B23 at Crestview Apartments. You adopted a pug? Yes. That you later killed. Oh. It died due to complications of morbid experience. obesity and loose parenting when we come back. All right. Oh, man. Big news for Conan O'Brien. He news. He just got a whole lot richer. We'll tell you how next. Hello. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. On my talk. 1071. Wow. <laughs> Look at Conan go. Holy cow. Go get that money. Jeez. I he, mean, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he sold his podcast and digital media business called Team Coco to satellite radio giant Sirius XM. And he sold it for $150 million. Guys. That Guys. is sick. So great. Wow. It's good for them. Yeah, it's a good podcast. He signed a five year talent deal with them as part of that acquisition. 
Mm. And so he'll also produce a comedy channel for their you know radio service. The deal also includes some video content from his podcast and late night show, as well as live events and merchandise. Um, his whole staff will join as well, which was wow. probably part of the deal. That's cool. Um, That's very cool. Now, I bet, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I'm sure it's really cool, but I've listened to a podcast company who got, um, like, absorbed at some point as well, and I bet it's a little bit of a mixed bag. For Conan, it's a huge win, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got ownership stake in the company. He now has a separate talent deal, which means he would be receiving, to my understanding, Two forms of income. One, which is a portion of the buyout of We Want Your Company. So it's like a yes. small startup goes gets purchased. Now you get a big lump sum of money. In addition to it, he'll have a talent deal for the next five years to the tune of some high number of millions per year. I'm sure it's in the sure. seven or eight figures, right? Yeah. But the rest of the staff, though, they go from Coco, Conan is our boss, and all that, to being absorbed into a bigger company. And then there's a over time... You have to deal with corporate culture, yes. meshing with your own startup culture. So a little bit oh. of a real-life mixed bag for mid-level folks at right. Team Coco, I would assume. True. That is true. Um, also, he's <clears throat> still he's not abandoning TV entirely because I think he's working on a um, some kind of sketch show for HBO Max. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And so. he gets to be like... He gets to produce one of the serious XM channels for comedy. Right. So this is great. That's podcast. Really fun, man. What a fascinating career it's been for Conan O'Brien. He starts as an SNL writer, right. a writer for the Simpsons. Then he becomes a writer for SNL. Then he surprises everybody when in 1993, I believe it was, he took over um, for David Letterman when Letterman jumped over to CBS and went directly head-to-head -head with The Tonight Show. No one knew Conan O'Brien when that happened. Right. Conan was even joking, like, during monologues of, like, <laughs> what am I doing here? Of right. all the people. Right. And what a cool talent pick for NBC to have gotten right. I think it was Lorne Michaels who got that one right. And then he comes up and ascends to the throne of The Tonight Show. Then the one of the wildest things that we've ever watched in late night history, which was the amazingly short leash that NBC gave Conan O'Brien with The Tonight Show. And within a few months, rumbling started to happen, not, not to mention the fact that after Jay Leno retired and said, hey, here are the keys, they're all yours. I mean, he said that to him on his show. They give Leno a show at 1030. So now Conan's show kind of feels like the second late night show. Mm -hmm. And then when the ratings aren't doing well, they say, you know what? We think we're going to give it back to uh, Jay Leno and then push Conan back to midnight. It'll still be the Tonight Show, but maybe it'll start at midnight on the East Coast instead of 1130. And Conan was like, wait a minute. This is weird. Then Conan's suddenly gone. Right. It was crazy. It was, it was crazy. Thing. And then he goes to TBS, finds new life there. Then his show gets shortened to a half hour. You might start to think, oh, anytime you get squeezed, it's a bad sign. Look at him go, though. He has uh, stayed on his feet. He develops a podcast, creates a media company that he now sells for $150 million. You could have tried to write this early mm -hmm. in his career, and never in a million years would you have written it this way. Right. You're right. This is amazing. I think this is fantastic. I mean, the, the podcasts right now are some of the hottest acquisitions 
mm-hmm. like targets in in Hollywood right now. You know, Amazon, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple, you know they're what? really aggressive. Maybe I'll just call up Conan or see if he wants okay. news from the Krabby Coffee yes! Shop as a part of Sirius XM. I bet he'd like, hey, you know? I mean, I, say I think that we'd loud. have to work it out with these people here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered uh, on that. Um, Donna, you're meeting with the big boss today. Why don't you rough him up a little bit and tell him, make demand. Say, listen. Uh, Don wants out, clearly. She's walking. <laughs> I, mean, I just wanted to double dip. That's yeah, all. Yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, guys. You got to go in swinging, Don, Donna. You know that? Okay. Are you, who are you talking to? Her or me? Yeah. Donna. Yeah, Donna's got important meetings to today. Me. <laughs> Sometimes it's laugh. better. Donna, you got to go in swinging. All right. I'm going to swing. <laughs> I don't want you to get hurt. You care about you? I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Thanks. I'll leave a bottle of wine on your bumper. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there a box was... of Kleenex, please. Okay. Thank you. Okay. By the way, for contrast, Joe Rogan's podcast deal was $200 million. Really? With, who did he do that one with? I don't remember. But Sirius paid Howard Stern. Years ago, years ago, and the deal has since expired, uh, the initial deal, Howard Stern went over to Sirius for $500 million. Dang. Oh, yeah. That was a long time ago, too. So remember these yes. numbers, Donna, when you go in and right, have a meeting with the million. brass. Okay. Conan, $150 million. It's kind of like a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, it's always the next starting quarterback to negotiate a deal, whether he is good or as good as the next guy or not. He gets a better deal because that's just how it goes. It's just the trajectory of deals. So you walk in, you print this story from the New York Post, you sit down, cordial greetings to you, the Lord Sea Monster, always a pleasure. And then you slide this piece of paper over and say, have you checked the headlines today? He reads Conan O'Brien sells podcast for $150 million. He automatically, Donna, adds a comma to your deal. <laughs> you hear me? I should oh, be your whoa. agent. Oh, can you be mine? <laughs> well, actually, I... I want. Who do I want to be mine? Oh, I want Lori to be oh, mine. Oh, for sure. Oh, There's yeah. been a uh, you know a couple like Project Down and Dirties where you just sort of start talking shop with each other when we all get to hang out. And Lori is uh, she is very smart. She's she's wickedly smart, and she's you know, and she's wickedly. just. <laughs> we, the wickedly talented Adele Dazzy. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you picked up uh, Oh, for sure. But I would like her to be my agent because she, it strikes me as though in a negotiation, either with the phone company or with Brass here in the building, that an offer would be made and she would have the gall to say like, oh, are you nuts? You know, whereas we would be like, okay, yeah, that's interesting. I just sort of need to talk with my uh, my wife about that. Right, yeah, right, right, right. She seems like she would have the the cojones in the moment to say, that's nuts. Not, are you kidding me? Wait a minute. Hang on. Well, she's the OG. She can do she that. She's awesome. She told me one time, the first year I got here, okay. I had some document that they were wanting all of us to sign. Yes. And she walked by and she goes, don't sign that. <laughs> Away, she's like, I'm not signing it. Oh, like, see, oh, what do I do? That is, it's, I, I really appreciate people you who do. have that kind of bravery. You know, you when know? you are dealing with a, you know, a negotiation at work, you do kind of feel like you're dealing with like some terrorists. <laughs> yes, yes. So you're like, don't negotiate with the terrorists. No. You know? <laughs> I'm sure uh, Dan's going to love that you've essentially addressed him as the leader of some sort of terrorist organization. <laughs> sharks you know oh. you're like oh man 
I can't. If I do that, then they're going to do this. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on in your head. I'm, ju- I'm just one bad negotiation away from just being on a street corner somewhere. <laughs> you know, playing the guitar, trying to busk for some coins. Totally. Next voice, you know, at work will be at McDonald's, the drive through <laughs> That's voice work now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> voice work. Let's take a look You're at your application. That, yeah. Oh, you do have some voice work experience. Let me look a little closer, put my glasses yeah. on. Okay, do you mind Three pushing the- buttons? Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, it's a, it's a scary time. I would like it's to work a drive through Speaking of, one day in my life, I want to work a drive through I'm sure that can be arranged. Oh, what do you think? I'm oh, in yeah, bed with that. McDonald's. Well, do, well, listen, we got friends, listeners who work or manage, you know, fast food joints. Actually, I did you it know for what? A promotion for McDonald's once. That's fun. I know a. Um, I know one they of the cook. owners. Uh, oh my gosh! I have such respect for people who work in fast food restaurants I do too. and in the drive-through window, particularly. Uh, I know or met the owner of one of the, like, maybe the Chanhassen Chick-fil-A. And, you know, those <laughs> drive throughs run like a well-oiled machine. It's unbelievable. Organizations need organizations. Any, any place that is lacking in um, customer service, like, like how the tone, the warmth in which you're, you're greeted, and the efficiency, they need to go and study a Chick-fil-A drive through even in the winter. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Uh oh. Bye, Steve. Sorry, yeah, guys. Coughing, sneezing there. Just a little, no. just a little tickle. Uh, yeah. A little tickle, but it's it's really remarkable. So maybe since I know that guy, I could reach out to him and say, "Could I work the the Chanhassen Chick Fil A drive through window for a two hour shift someday in the summer two. when the line is Don't bonkers?" Don't do that to yourself. What is it, is it shorter? Yeah. Oh yeah, an hour. No, I want to get into a groove where I'm like, "Hey, Devin, milkshake." Not and definitely oh, no not. Yelling. Definitely not during our show. You do that Why? on your own time. Don't be dragging us into this. It's your dream. <laughs> but I understand, Donna. But it's your future reality. It would be helpful that for all of us. That is a very good point. You know yeah, what I'm okay. saying? I concede. We could own a Chick Fil A, you and me, someday. Devo and Pap Pap's Pap. Chick Fil A. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> yeah. D Bone. A woman got removed from uh, the courtroom with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard yesterday for, uh, you know, they let folks from the public in. If you stand in line, you can get in. So there was a woman woman yesterday who, uh, after the judge called for a morning break, she yelled over, Johnny, I love you. Our souls are connected. To which Johnny was like, wave to the woman. (laughs) But then she held up her baby and said, quote, this baby is yours. She was escorted from the courtroom. <laughs> Here, take it. Do you think that um, it would be a good idea when people enter to say, hi, what are your intentions today? Huh. If only they, they had the because time. Because people that are real, not, you know, they're, they're off center. Maybe they okay. would say, I'm going to tell him this is his baby. This and they'd go, baby. well, guess what? Yeah. Come back tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. You know, yesterday was interesting, by the way, the um, one of the there was a talent agent who was testifying for so long. And I I just got sick of it. I was like, I can't. I can't. I just muted the TV and I just did. Was he the quirky? Who was the quirky guy? It looked like. There was a uh, the quirky guy looked like he was right out of um, Back to the Future. It looked like Doc. 
And he was talking about, I think he was saying that Johnny Depp, we're up against the clock here, but he was saying like Johnny Depp, um, he saw some instability based on like his portrayal in Pirates of the Caribbean. And then Johnny's defense team started saying, so what about like Willy Wonka? Have you seen him in that? Like, does yeah. that, is that a cause for concern? Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Come and there was a really <laughs> weird moment that Twitter was all uh, up in arms about yesterday. Yeah, it's watching called the- acting. Yeah, that's exactly the point that Gosh, I think Twitter was making. Man. By the way, quickly, Kate Moss uh, is going. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm going to testify uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Via okay. video, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yes, Via yes. video. There's a rumor that came up earlier in the trial that Johnny once pushed her down a flight of stairs. So uh, we will now hear from her tomorrow. Closing argument set to begin on Friday. Wow. We have got to go, my friends. Yeah, we, do. we cannot stay around forever. When we come back, uh, A Rod, co owner of our Minnesota Timberwolves, made a boo boo mm-hmm. uh, this week. We will tell you about it when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Producer John McClain hanging with us for one Hello. more segment. Hey, girl. You know, what? This story just cracks me up because it seems like. Something I would do. <laughs> Let's get okay. to it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Remember the time I told you that I was in a bathroom stall and at a restaurant? And I saw a, a billboard, like a little billboard on the door inside no. No. the stall of a coworker, yeah. Paul Allen. Yeah. Okay. PA. Voice yeah. the Vikings. That's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I took a picture of it uh-huh. and I tweeted it out. And I was like, God, I can't escape him everywhere I go, this right. guy. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, no. sure enough, People started tweeting me and saying, hey, you know, your picture is reflecting, <laughs> reflected in that photo. So you could see me sitting on the toilet with my pants down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's worst. most flattering shot. Yeah, yeah. I think I had a dress on, though, so I had like leggings on. Oh, okay, so I was covered, but still a compromising position, oh, to say the least. Yeah. So anyway, this story reminded me of that. So A-Rod... uh, He posted a picture on his Instagram story yesterday, enjoying a cup of coffee, while one of his staff members in the background was posing with a baseball bat. And if you look closely, Mm. there's a press release in the background. And the press release has the announcement of their new president of basketball operations. Oh, it no. was not supposed to be announced. He broke the news early. Oh, no. So, anyway, it's out there now. Oh, that's just... It's the uh, 
Tim Conley, by the way, from the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, $40 million deal he signed. Uh, Quick thing here. uh, Beautiful office. Gorgeous. A-Rod's office. Let me say this about A-Rod. Just because... uh, I mean, I want to say this in a... I don't mean this in a mean way. He's a square. He's a goober. He's a goober. Just because you're rich and wear nice suits doesn't mean that you are... Like, there are are cool, smooth, effortlessly cool, uh, uh, rich people, celebrities. And then there are goobers. Like, you're either a goober (laughs) or you're smooth. I'm a goober. A-Rod's a goober. And he is a a billionaire goober. Smart, you know, giddily smart. Yeah. But still... He's a good athlete, yeah. He's just a a goober. He took... There's a picture... Of A-Rod, speaking of pants down, there's a picture of A-Rod. Remember somebody, did somebody take it of A-Rod? He was in the toilet? He was, yeah, dropping a deuce. <laughs> yeah, no, is, say that. Well, oh I don't know. Well, he's sitting down yeah. on the toilet, whatever. In he's his doing, apartment reading. in New York, right? Floor to ceiling window. Yeah. And he did not draw the blinds or anything, and someone snapped a picture of him. And it's yes. just, that's because that would happen to A-Rod. Because <laughs> exactly. he lives his life. We used to have right. a term for real goobers, Guberius Maximus. He's right, a Guberius it. Maximus. Yes. And it's okay, and that's lovable about him. And I could relate to that, because I am the same. <laughs> well, Donna, Donna, he's a single and ready to mingle. Yeah, I can't. Why don't you tell him you're a major I player can't. in the Minnesota market? Would you go on a date with A-Rod? I don't think so. I can't, I can't, I can't be normal. I can't follow Jennifer Lopez. Oh. You know? <laughs> Every, he's going to compare everyone to her. Oh, geez. But yeah. Thanks for asking. Do you no, ever think you. about, like, yeah, if I was with a celebrity, I would just be myself? Like, you sort of fantasize about it. You know, like, I would just be like, I don't care, whatever you think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say whatever I want. You kind of have to. And then you have to be, and then they think, wow, she's so cool. Well, and let me tell you, <laughs> my guess is if you could you could date almost <laughs> any celebrity and you would find that you, whoever you are, are the more secure person That's of right. the two. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, then they, there's, they, they just have insecurity with commas. It's all, you know, yeah. oh my yeah. God, do this first and this first and this. Although Donald doesn't even like to go get her mail without a little bit of uh, lipstick on. That's right. You never know when the postman might be dropping something on. I just, you know, it's almost like a me thing. It it has nothing to do with... I don't know. I feel better when I I feel like... You know, Donna, you and I had this conversation a couple weeks ago where, um, you know, people talk about filters... On social media. Oh, why would you use the filter? They're using the filter. They're hiding their real selves. And I think that there is an extreme case where you can run it out and there's a very valid argument there. And what it's doing for the psyche of our, uh, our young chill, our people, young children, boys and girls who see these visions of beauty. However, another way of looking at that argument with filters online, if you put even a little bit of concealer on your face in the morning, that's filter. a filter. It's a filter. Absolutely. If you, you do put your... on a girdle. Yeah, I filter. said girdle. That's a filter. <laughs> Spangs, <laughs> filter. It's There are a lot of things that are, I'm not saying they're exactly the same, but they, they, they sprout up from the same root. And so I think it's easy for us to damn one thing and not another. And so we're like, oh, these filters online, right. kids these days. Mascara, but what a... filter. Yeah. I'm telling you. How about this? Uh, Hair like color. teeth. 
teeth whitening. Yeah. Hair color. Yes. And I've thought before, like, oh, why would somebody get work done? And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'd like my teeth to be whiter. I want that bottom tooth uh, brownie, hashtag, to be straight <laughs> and white, you know? So it's all rooted in the same kind of thing. I don't you know? want to put on a filter because I don't want people to meet me in person and go, right. oh, God. Like, yeah, I like won't she just looks try nothing to find like her better picture. light. I just, yeah. well, I find better light, but I don't want to filter it because then people will be horrified. No, <laughs> uh, okay. they'll be like, "Oh my god, I didn't know she looked like that." Chill out, lady. I will say this though: <laughs> when I used to wear, and I'll still put makeup on. I, I'm, I don't care at all about that. If I have like red marks or blemishes or whatever, I'll tap that with concealer, or put a little powder on that. I, listen, I'm a damaged person from my years in television. Okay, and yeah. what you realize is your skin looks more evenly complected, especially when you're Irish and freckly and splotchy like I naturally complected. am. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> come on you come on complexity. you understood you it you were just gonna gloss right over that i'm no. gonna look that up do please you're freckly complected can you say complected hmm. if we can i'm gonna say uh suck it and i'm walking off the show for the rest all of the right day. fine is complected a word complected ah! having a spe- specified complexion goodbye uh, you win this time fine, fine.